0: Welcome to Lunar Magic Tea Time, where we discuss all things magical, mystical, metaphysical, and sometimes even a little mundane.
1: I'm Kristen. And I'm Nancy.
0: And this week's episode is our favorite books that have impacted our magical practice. Uh, But before we get into that, be sure to give us a like and subscribe on all your favorite podcast applications, whatever. (laughs) You you know the drill. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, CastBox, all of them. Uh, Go ahead and find us on Facebook at Lunar Magic Tea Time. Please join the group. We're trying to get some stuff going over there. You can email us at lunar at time.com. That is the website where you can also listen to our podcast and see any of the extra stuff we put up. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok as well. Books. I, I don't know a single witch who doesn't like books in some format. And when I, when I say book, I don't, I don't differentiate physical copy, ebook, audiobook. I don't care. If you're consuming media, you're consuming the media be very clear
1: (laughs) to me if it's um something i'm gonna read once Mm -hmm. kindle is great but i've noticed that with my witchy books i've bought some kindle ones but i want the book yeah i i can mark it up and i can put notes and
0: because of my my vision a physical book is easier for me Mm -hmm. um just because of the angle and the lights and and, you know because if the light hits that one Mm -hmm. wonky eye Anyway, so, and I I just like that. However, I am currently reading a very interesting book that I got through my library app, Hoopla. Okay. Hoopla has a lot of great witchy things. You just have to dig to find them.
1: And do you read that on your phone or laptop or? Do you- I read it on my phone. Okay. Can you I, use it on like a Kindle or something? Or no? I
0: believe you can, but I could be mistaken. Like I said, I don't know too many witches who don't like some form of book. Yep. Um, often, because they're great resources, they're great connections, they're just. and you know, for a very long time before the internet, that was one way, that was the way that you could share information, really, is I read this great book. here I'm going to sh- lend it to you, and you can read this great book, and we can build our little community that way.. Yep. And so what Nancy and I are gonna do is we are going to take turns. Sharing a book that has impacted our practice. Mm-hmm. And we're going to give you the key information. So, like the title of the book, the author, the publisher, so that you can look it up. We're, we'll also post this on the website within the next couple of weeks. Things are a little bonkers in our land right now. But you can always, I will put my list up on Facebook in the mm-hmm. Facebook group. So, you can find it there. Why don't you, do you want to go first or do you want, me? Yeah, I don't care.
1: I'll go I'm, first. Okay. My number one book is Witches' Wheel of the Year. And I, I always purchase her name, Kiernan. Mm-hmm. Fairwind Press. I use this book every spot, every one a couple weeks before. It's definitely my most used book. Um, I love the way it's laid out. Her pictures are beautiful. There's everything from... What you should put on your altar? What maybe magical foods? What spells? What um, she has recipes? Yes, everything.
0: A couple of rituals.
1: Yeah, there's rituals. For sure. I did. Yeah, definitely rituals for each. And it's. I mean, I even bought one for my two cousins. Mm. And then mm. I sent them some stuff during the. Um, what was the February embulk? In, in I um, sent in the books right around Christmas, and then I sent some of the stuff. And she goes, what do you use for I go, use your book. Use the book. I made the candle pop it. Oh, I made um, yeah. another candle. I forget what all I put together. But I put together two little witchy books. And I put some sigil rocks in there. So I just said, read your book. It's going to explain how to use each one. By far, my most favorite.
0: See, and I knew that was going to be on your list. Yeah. Because you know I'm always. <laughs> I, knew that I, was can, <laughs> I knew that was going to be on your list. Uh, that is not my number one most no, used book. Not. It is on my list, yeah. but it's not my number one most used book. My number one most used book is The Encyclopedia of Magical Ingredients A Wiccan Guide to Spellcasting by Lexa Rosian, R O S E A N, by ParaView Pocket Books. Huh. This is. I don't have
1: that book.
0: Oh my gosh. Mine is, I need another copy because mine is so battered. It is, it is exactly what it says. It's an encyclopedia of magical ingredients and it has, it has every, herbs,
1: crystals. So just the definitions of each one or is there spells in there too on how to use them or just like this is, this this herb does this, this crystal does that
0: it talks about the energy so a f- it's f- related to fire or it's related yeah, to water or I it's mean? Mars or yeah. Venus or da, 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 da. um, and how like if it's an herb which parts are best to use if it's I'm trying to think what else is and there. there's just so much stuff in there and then in the back there's a, a a little list of if you are casting for love if you're casting for prosperity or protection or this is where you can find those herbs and when you uh, start creating your own spells and you kind of know the things you want to use but you're like ah, this one doesn't feel right or this one doesn't
1: or well, how is it going to react with this herb mm-hmm. or something or this crystal? Mm-hmm.
0: and this book i have had this book for probably 15 years oh
1: wow
0: i bought it uh, that may be wrong because i don't remember what its copyright date is but i bought it the week it came out,
1: oh.
0: and it's one of the few books that is out where I can grab it all the time. Most of my magic books are not packed away but put up on the shelf, and I don't always remember where I put them. And it, this one is out where I can grab it. Well, I'm glad you said easy. that
1: because I tend to, um, if and uh, I don't, I'm being biased, I guess, but when I see Wiccan in a title, I tend to carry away from it because of the Well but I guess for that it would be fine. You know what I mean? Yeah I well we'll get in that.
0: we'll get into that in a little bit okay. lit at the end of the episode. Because you know me yeah. and how I feel about Wicca. Yeah. Every everybody religion. has their own path yeah. and Wicca Except. is not mine. Um and yet several of my favorite resource materials are based in Wicca. Okay. Because when you are using, well, let's just dive into it. Okay. Sorry now. Cut you. No, 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 no. Because we can. This is yeah. a conversation. Yeah. This is how conversations go. So another, and he's, this isn't on the list, except it kind of is. Um, anything by Scott Cunningham. He has a uh, book of herb, of herbs, of crystals, of stones, of how to make your own incense. He was Wiccan. He has since he has passed but he was wiccan and yet because of who he was as a human because of who he was as a person he could leave the problematic stuff out really really well and just focus on the material he was working with yeah without the yeah and so if you're, if you, especially if you're a new witch who really just wants to learn the ingredients to your spells, yeah. I cannot, I, his books are amazing. Scott Cunningham, the, I didn't put them on the list in part because they're just part of my practice, yeah. but he's got one on gems and crystals and he's got one on making your own incense, which is really nice. Oh, nice. Oh, Food magic, food magic, is another great resource of his. Hmm. So just you know, Scott Cunningham.
1: Yeah, I've heard the and, name, and I have one of his. You bought me one of his books because I like. He just
0: he keeps it very neutral. He keeps everything very neutral and just focuses on on the topic at hand and doesn't bring a lot of the, let's call it theology into yeah, it.
1: Exactly. You can talk about a god without talking about the yeah your guy and and
0: on a couple of his books like he'll have but he does have a couple of books that are about Wiccan practice and if you're not a Wiccan then like one of my favorite TikTokers says if it doesn't apply let it fly yeah (laughs) yeah
1: exactly so my number two were you done with one yeah I was done with one okay my number two I call it the companion book for Witches' Wheel of the Year. Mm. And it's mm. the book of altars and sacred spaces. Um, Anju Kiernan again, Fairwood Press. It is a companion book, but um, so much more. Like, it has all the altars for the sabbats, but lots of stuff on altars. And again, beautiful pictures and things to put on your altar and how to make other sacred spaces. It, I can't say enough good things about her books they're just mm-hmm. so beautiful such good detail Ugh. i mean literally you could use just her two books to set up your altar for every spot.
0: yes you you truly could and they're good they're just good books mm-hmm. her information is just good solid information
1: yeah so that, again because i use the two together like i'll look at the one and if i kind of want a little more information on the altar i'll go to her second one definitely my two And I don't know if it's just where I am in life right now, because we come out of two years of COVID, and then I put so much more emphasis to my altars. If that's, and like as we go in, I'm actually going to travel, where I'll start like getting into more spell books and stuff like that. But right now, my focus has been a lot around sigils and altars and that kind of magic.
0: You need to travel.
1: Oh, my goodness, anyway. I do. Okay. Right back okay, there. your number two.
0: My number two is Sigil Witchery, A Witch's Guide to Crafting Magic Symbols by Laura Tempest by And it's by Llewellyn Publications. When I tell you this book shattered my perception of sigils, mm-hmm. and then, by extension, my perception of magic... I am not being hyperbolic. I this book blew my mind. I I picked it up um, the night before I was flying out to San Francisco. It is what a two hour flight. We're yeah. not that far, and I I'm the person who gets to the airport early because the bar is always open. <laughs> Don't judge me. Um, I'm not a great flyer. It's fine. Uh, so we we got to the airport early we're waiting at the gate I'm inhaling this book we get on the plane before we have touched down we're talking maybe four hours from the time I started reading it until the time I was done with it I'm not a fast reader yeah that is saying something about how a how easily consumable the book is yeah and b how just engrossing oh it,
1: yeah, kind of opens up that type of magic to you.
0: It blew my mind. Yeah, and she has another book that I highly recommend, um, "The Witch's Cauldron." Oh, I don't
1: have
0: that one. I'll lend you my has copy if you that? haven't read okay. it. No, I haven't. Um, it's very good. She is very good. She is very accessible. Yeah, it's very accessible, and it's just if you are interested in sigils, I cannot recommend that book enough.
1: Um, that was my number three.
0: Shut up. Yep, number
1: three. <laughs> I also no. read that book in a day. It has made sigils so. I mean, Kristen can attest to this. it's made sigils so much more of a active part of my magic. Yeah, I do sigils for everything. I put them on rocks. I put them on. <laughs> I got a, a thing on the back of my door that has the wooden disc yeah five or six sigils.
0: Because she makes because when I was learning sigils originally, like way back when, when I was learning sigils, they were passive, they weren't active. And hers are, act, that's just yeah. it. They're, yeah. It's active magic. And that, oh, yes.
1: yeah. Sorry. So, I just love that book. So no, there's <laughs> lots of examples, but it also opened me up to, it's not rigid. It can be what you want. You yeah. can burn it and put it out in the universe. You can leave it on the back of your door. You can have a post-it note. On your wall that you look at every day, anyone tells anything, first thing I do, I make a sigil and I send you the oh, picture.
0: Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you
1: do. I, I mean, and because a <laughs> sigil to me, it's just a form of manifestation. Yes. So you're just putting out in the universe what you want. To me, that's what it is. Yeah. I want to, I'm putting into this what I want to manifest for my life. It's a laser or focus. for someone else's life. It's what?
0: a, it's a laser focus of yeah. magic in a way that in the past when people had been explaining sigils to me, it, it wasn't that it was something, com- it was, yeah. you know, all of the research I had done before ha- was a foreign language that yeah. I didn't have the context clues for yeah basically. And yeah. then I read this book and went, wait a minute. Yeah. I have this language. I have these words. Yeah. I
1: have the ability to do this. That one is... Definitely. If you're, oh, top you're interested, notch. that is definitely the book to get for sigils.
0: Okay. So my number three is The Witch's Wheel of the Year. <laughs> yeah,
1: there we go. <laughs> Imagine that.
0: By Andre Kiernan.
1: Yep.
0: Fairwinds Press. I... Uh, yeah, listen... My altar is a pretty stagnant. It's not stagnant. That's a lie. My altar is a fixed space in my house. My altar is an active and working altar. Oh, yeah. So very rarely do I have like the big layouts that she has yeah. and hers. But her approach to the sabbats and the small, the tiny, she has tiny rituals. Yeah. She has tiny things you can do in that book yep. that make it not a big Deal. I can't explain it other than she makes she makes the sabbats a home practice yeah,
1: yeah exactly it, easily accessible you don't have to be yeah over the top with these four or five things
0: and also also when I tell you the photographs oh my stars and garters believe it it, it yeah. might be one of the prettiest books I own
1: yeah it definitely is
0: it's just scrumptious yep <laughs>
1: And I know you don't have them in the next ones. So. Um, yeah, probably not. So my next four books, surprise, surprise, are all about crystals. Oh, shocker. Yeah, it is a shock. <laughs> and so much that, I mean, I'll go through the four books one at a time, but it set off this thing, and I just messaged Kristen. So what I'm going to do, since these books are all different i'm going to do a little comparison on two stones at the end okay first one i picked um, and these not necessarily the order of the books because i kind of categorized them all together
0: yeah now i get it is
1: the crystal bible by judy hall uh publishing walking stick press and to me this it isn't so much the magical but it is one of the best that i like for identification Mm. for the crystals and hers is more geared towards healing properties, but when you really think, it's really magic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful pictures, easy to find the crystals, um, but less on the magic. So, like I said, again, the four that I'm going to go through—not necessarily in the order that I use them—but they're four crystals.
0: It's a conversation. It's it is a conversation. A conversation. <laughs> yes. Oh, me next. You're up. Okay. Um. So I instead of doing like four separate books i'm doing a series and we're just yes. gonna header that one and okay. then we'll let you here's what we, i think we'll do is we'll do the header one we'll do this one and then we'll turn it over to you and you can go through all the crystal books okay
1: and then, and then you can
0: so my next one i and i can hear the laughter from here and it's fine because i know
1: is it some wizard
0: yeah, it was some wizard. So my fourth, it my is a series and I can hear everybody laughing already. I do not care. It is the Dresden Novels by Jim Butcher. Uh the publisher is the Ace Berkeley imprint of Penguin of Penguin Publishing.
1: It's a mouthful. Uh,
0: yeah. Um it's just a different division of Penguin. Things you learn working for a publisher. Um anyway, uh why do I like these books so much? A, they're incredibly well-written books. They are not overly problematic in terms of, you know, the phobias or the isms, if you will, Um, which is nice, you know, because some books you're just like, wow, that was upsetting, and I don't need to be a part of that. Um, They can be a little violent, but The way that magic is described in those books, when I read the first one, Fool Moon, or is it Stormfront? Anyway, the first one out of so far 16, um, (laughs) the way he describes magic is exactly how I thought of it Hmm. all of the time. And so when I'm struggling with trying to pull something together,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'll just grab one of the books, not necessarily as a resource. But to get me in the headspace, okay, bonus yeah. points for excellent writing of the Fey, oh, and the the um, they call it the Never Never, which is Fairyland, where the Fey go. Bonus, you know, like the way he talks about the dead and traveling to different sorts of spaces. The way that, that he refers to magic and uses magic is just, it's exactly in line with how I view it. Oh,
1: well, I'm definitely going to have to start reading that. And it's, and, book, come on.
0: and, you know, if anyone else out there is interested, I will warn you, there are 16 books. The first two are kind of standalone. I mean, mm-hmm. they do tie in later, but, and they are rougher. Okay. Rougher, not rough, rougher, and then and then he just finds his stride, and it's just <laughs> um like. Oh, I need to read the first two. Should I start on the third? I would, so
1: read, the I would yeah. read the first two. I would read the
0: first two because they're good. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine books. They are fine. They are fine, they are fine books. But the difference, away. yeah, the difference between the first two books and the third book, as far as just the quality of the writing, is like. Oh, okay. I see you channeled something over here, yeah. and, but they're still good books. Okay. So okay. Put it on my I know, list. I know, I know they're not a resource material. I know, but mm-hmm. I, listen, we, we had an episode about pop magic where we talked pop culture magic, where we talked yeah. about tapping into, I, I would have no problems putting some of those characters up on an altar. Yeah. Like I yeah. would have, I would have no problem. And if, if any of my listeners know, I'm going to be careful not to give spoilers To the best of my ability, but if you need a badass woman who takes no garbage, I'd put Karen up on my altar. Hell, Michael Carpenter—that's a good man. He can watch over me. The characters are so good that you can use them as Mm fill-ins. For it's it's just—it's just—it's good stuff. It's good reading.
1: (laughs) I will um, start reading them. I know you have them. (laughs) I do. I got spoiled when I got a Kindle for Christmas two or three years ago because it's lit. I don't know if anybody knows this about me, but I'm a very fast reader, and whenever we go on trips, I would usually go through three paperbacks at the minimum.
0: For four days? Four days. I Like, I've watched her do it.
1: And I can't. That's why I have a hard time with Audible, because my brain does not process at that speed. But if you turn the speed up it's not yeah I can't
0: do the I, I need the
1: I want only one audible book that I like anyway I digress but um, I will go back and read the books I have
0: you have them and they're amazing
1: and we're coming into spring weather when I'll sit out my mm-hmm. fire pit in the morning in the sun so well, there you time.
0: there you go okay so now your crystal books crystal books so we've already
1: had the crystal bible crystal bible was number one Um, number two and again they're not in order they're just the four books I use The Crystal Witch The Magical Way to Calm and Heal the Body Mind and Spirit Mm. by Sean Robbins and Leanna Greenway um, publisher is Sterling Ethos Ethos Um, this one is more all about spells I Mm. I wouldn't use it for identification like if I was gonna oh is that. that the
0: one I borrowed I
1: think so. Okay. Um, but awesome information. So you would use it probably in a combination with the Crystal Bible because um, spells and everything was awesome. Identification, how to uh, group things and how to do spells, but um, it wasn't about the pictures. So like if you had a stone and you wanted to know, is this um, Lapel lapis lupus what's that one
0: lapis lazuli
1: lazuli or is it labradite you know mm-hmm. where is it that's not the book you go to you have to have your stones know them um awesome i can't look like that the other one is crystal for witches by eliza Mabel, rock ridge press this one was kind of what i would call a combo book because it was a good combination of had the identification Of there and the good pictures, and then it had spells, saying that it wasn't as broad as some of the ones that you would get one or the other. Because Mm -hmm. if you think about it, if you have both, can you imagine the size of that book? (laughs) That would be, you could probably kill someone with that book. So it doesn't go into his death, but the spells are easily stored like love spells, wealth wealth, spells, prosperity, healing. They were kind of divided up like that and very easy to read. So that was a good, like, if you were just kind of getting into it and some of the main crystals and that, it would be a good book. The last one is the one you gave me, Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Crystal Gem and Metal Magic. Oh, yeah, that's the name. That, (laughs) that, um, that Encyclopedia is a great name for that because it is pure detail. He does have pictures in the middle and each object was uh, detailed and organized, but like the pictures were in the middle yeah, and then everything yeah. was just pure fact yeah. like bam, 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 bam. a lot of the magic magical attributes in that too um, I had one last book that wasn't crystals and that was the book of pendulum healing mm. by Joan Rose Staffin, and Wiser Books is the uh, publisher I always want to say producer um, I have played around with this book so it has the charts on health and all the different oh, yeah, yeah. things, on different things. Yeah, that's
0: right. You showed me, and
1: yeah. I um, played with it with uh, over Zoom with my cousins, because you know me in the pendulum, and it pointed to each one of our each person has uh, separate health issues, and it nailed each one. Oh, interesting. Mine came up digestive. The person had some female problems. Another person had nerve issues. And it was like, bam, bam, bam. Like, oh, Lord. But charts and information, really good. So, and I did buy another pendulum. (laughs) Now, in my defense, I asked it if it wanted to come home with me, and it said yes. Listen. So you have to listen.
0: You can't tell it now. But it is a
1: cool book that I am going to dive into deeper this year. So, did you have another one? you want me to just go into my comparison of...
0: Well, I have one more. Okay, let's I it. mean, aside from the fact that I will in devour anything crystal related, also. Yeah. My last one is also, it, this is not a joke. I'm not kidding. Wait for it. Listen, have we talked about what a dork I am? Listen. <laughs> so, uh, how do I Just put say this?
1: It. Rip the band aid off.
0: Okay, listen The Player's Handbook by Gary Gyg- Gygax, Wizards of the Coast. Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. Um,
1: yeah, I was like, "Where are you going with this?" I don't have clue.
0: Do. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons the player's handbook has a list of spells. Here's what's great about that: when you are someone who ca- it does, I cast a lot of spells for a lot of people. I don't just do work for me. I am the community witch. Yeah. And sometimes someone will come to me with a problem. I don't necessarily have context or it's outside of something I'm used to. And because I don't want to dip into systems that are not for me, yeah, right? I have turned, I, I've, I started doing this. Well, I did it briefly many, many years ago. Um, but since the pandemic, I've been doing it on the regular, where if I come up against something that I'm not really sure how I want to deal with it, I'll dive into the player's handbook, into the spells section and go, hmm, that one could be interesting to modify mentally. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just, hmm. right? Because you're in the player's handbook, it gives you the name of the spell, the effect of the spell in the game, in the game. So like if it's a fireball, I'm shooting a ball of fire at you. It's Not actually a ball of fire, there's debate anyway. <laughs> but if I was needing to burn a world, how would I burn a world? How would I or Chris? <laughs> <laughs> no. Careful is for other people. I am chaotic. Um, so I just found I just found that when I was able to disengage my brain. From thinking strictly in terms of real life magical systems into any magical system, it, my spells are more creative, but more successful. And that's all. So, you know, don't, the bottom line, especially with my last two, is don't be afraid to use anything that speaks to you.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? If it speaks to you, it's, it's because it, if you feel connected to it, it's because you are connected to it, not yeah. because you might be. Con- it's, you know, so just
1: open the world.
0: Open, you. open, open, open your mind. <laughs> I don't know why I said that so many times. <laughs> oh my
1: God. So, because after examining all my books, there was a high number of crystal books, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go this a little different at the end of the episode, and I'm going to take two stones and Compare the information from each book. Okay. And what I want to get out of it. So, so, number one stone, only book two, could have gone farther on this, but uh, moonstone. Duh. <laughs> uh, so, Cunningham's encyclopedia um, said it was a receptive stone, opens communication, grounding. So, here's, um, so keep this in your mind what he said about this more powerful during the waxing moon and less in the waning moon restful sleep protective good for losing weight give me all the moonstone <laughs> i'm gonna put the earrings the necklace <laughs> <laughs> the ring give me more moonstone so again like i like said his was definitely an encyclopedia mm-hmm. that's what he said about it crystals for witches use on the altar for the west position okay the astrology was cancer um uh, this is what mm-hmm. i found interesting Works well with amethyst, aquamarine, and labradorite. How did I always know to say that? Labradorite. 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 I've always say. La- I know it, <laughs> I know why I mispronounce it all the time. It's labradorite. Labr- I used to always say it, labradorite. I don't know. I mix it up.
0: But that, my moonstone ring, which is the only moonstone I think I own, is never far from my amethyst ring. Isn't that interesting? And In- when my amethyst ring went missing, I found it, by the way, I would not wear my moonstone.
1: Oh, subconsciously. You I have- just, I, wow. I would wear
0: my other rings, but I would not wear my moonstone.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: That's interesting.
1: So, you know, amethyst and lava are two of my moonstones, mm-hmm. along with moonstone. But I also have a lot of aquamarine. My one ring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has the little strips of yeah. uh, diamonds, and I have the earrings net. So, well, now I know why I'm attracted to these. They're all attracted to each other. Increases psychic sense. powers, love, unresolved misunderstandings, helps heal emotional wounds, and uh, Beltane is the spot. Um, oh,
0: see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting, so that, too. That's what, that's what she, that's what mm.
1: she said. Okay. The Crystal Bible New Beginnings Intuition Now we're getting into reasons reasons I'm attracted to it Empathy Acceptance of psychic gifts Mm -hmm. Helps with digestion Mm -hmm. And removes toxins Okay give me the Yeah This would be Uh multiple I have I gotta start wearing The necklace and everything right Mm -hmm. Uh, Crystal Witch The last one Intuition Expand the mind General wellness in women it kind of makes sense if it's kind of a lunar, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, dream actification, <laughs> lucid dreaming, head. and calm sleep. And I went lucid dreaming and calm sleep. Was that a one or the other? I don't know. Happiness and love. Um, now it now this was interesting because this is something I want to play with. Best used during a full moon when scrying with black mirrors. I want to do that because our buddy on Saturday. Talks about that.
0: I have to get out my Digestive
1: scramble. issues, help against weight gain. Um, <laughs> I just realized, wait, other so people. So, my second to one, can you guess what my second one was, Crystal?
0: Labradorite? Yep. Because you've been just like. All about it. it, it no, it will find her. We.
1: The most beautiful pieces find me.
0: We will be out because this happened in Florence. Was it Florence? Newport. The one. Florence.
1: I don't remember. I think we got the big one in that shop downtown.
0: Yeah, we'd we'd gone just for a day trip, and we had really no intention of even being downtown. I
1: Maybe mean, it was. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I and it's still found. It's huge. It's gorgeous. It's so beautiful.
1: Yeah, and I have. Um, so, um, I was very disappointed. On old Scott wasn't even mentioned in his book because it's it's.
0: I don't want to say it's newer, but it's newer as far as people using it. Oh,
1: maybe. So, crystal for witches. Energy for the third eye. Hello. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Enhances natural ability. The ultimate witch's stone. You should keep some on your altar. I do. It works, (laughs) works well with opal used to be one like one of my first favorite stones before Mm -hmm. I even thought of a stone and Litha is the crystal bible protective connect to universal energies barrier to negative energy calms an overactive mind I need to put someone in someone's room new (laughs) ideas and helps metabolism so Labradite (laughs) can we just ship some to Alice (laughs) (laughs) and the last one Crystal Witch protects from negative energy, mm-hmm. amplifies a ritual, oh, okay. good for sleep, close relative to Moonstone, hello, increase intuition, third eye, prevents positive energy from escaping, and great for use during the super moon. I should have known that when we had uh-huh. how many super moons in a row? Yeah. So that, I wanted people because. I probably have more books. I know I probably at least three or four more books on that, but sometimes you can't just have one on a subject.
0: No, no.
1: And now, it, I mean, it's really kind of got me excited just going through this a little bit, because I'm like, I had no idea that my three favorite stones are like the three ones that work together. And you know me, it, it's never about, I'm going to do, re- well, until I started doing the altar, but I'm, I just went and picked out what, to me. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that those are all third eye-opening, intuition. Yeah, doesn't surprise me
0: that that's what you're attracted digestive
1: to. Digestive issues. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, that's the kind of little twist I wanted to do just because I thought it was really interesting, especially when you're talking about your favorite books and realizing not one book is going to give you all the information you need on a single topic.
0: No, it's not. And that's why... That's part of the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I wanted to to talk about where you're finding like where you're getting your information. There's tons of websites. Um and there have been since back in the Angel Fire days. I remember vividly in 1998. So baby internet years like yeah when you could barely yeah. Some of y'all won't even remember and okay. oh But there were websites that would give you a list of herbs. And because it was people at that point really just sharing, well, these are the herbs I work with. And this is what I have found works the best. And then somebody over here would go, well, that doesn't really work for me because maybe where I am or, or, yeah, you know. And so it's important to... Have more than one resource yeah. and look at more than one option, we are dealing with things that aren't I don't want to say fact, but truth takes on different
1: forms. Grey areas. Yeah. That's a great <clears throat> Yeah. You know? Was, I mean, those are all, you know, good authors on them, but just different perspectives mm. on different Yeah. A lot of the same base stuff, but like the one where how we're saying, you know, it's close relative to Moonstone. I'm like, oh. Oh, and then you go sense. okay
0: that makes sense and
1: or how they partnered together i'm like yeah mm-hmm. and my big piece of um labradorite <laughs> <laughs> just moved to since my um last spot came down i just moved that over there there's not a whole lot of mm-hmm. my space right now but the labradorite like how it increases your ritual and that and i have you know me I have lots of pieces of now I got to wear my moonstone, and, and you know what? I every while I was wearing my original moonstone necklace with my labradorite. Mm. I'm gonna just change the name because I just want to call it labradorite. Kind of rings a little better. Yeah, it's a, it's so even before I knew anything about stones, I was picking ones that paired well together. I'm sure it was them talking to me.
0: And one thing, I guess, kind of one last thing. Um, One thing I carry through my practice is, uh, okay, I'm a medicinal herbalist. I actually use herbs for medicine along with Western medicine. Like, no, I'm not that person. But um, different herbs can have different effects on different parts of the body. And one of my favorite examples of that is peppermint. Completely everybody knows what peppermint is. Peppermint on your skin cools will cool your skin it will feel cool and calming and when you ingest it when you take it internally it warms you up Mm -hmm. two completely different opposite like no other actions
1: yeah whether it's taking on the skin or
0: for different purposes and a lot of the the resources you find will kind of have that same thing. Yeah. And when you do a lot of reading and when you start doing a lot of research about your practice and start really making, like, you'll find that there's not a lot of coincidences and there's not a lot of isolations. Yeah. And that's, and that's on that.
1: Yeah, and what works for one person might not work for another. Your chemistry, whatever's different. And well, I swear by a little bit of coconut oil and peppermint and put it on your temples for headache.
0: And see, I can't do that.
1: Oh really? Like no, I mean, God. and Troy too. I can't. Like it'll knock his headache because like, he's so fast, it's crazy. And I think
0: partially because my headaches are from a different mm-hmm. source. Yeah. It not might.
1: Tension, that might be. It's more... I don't.
0: I I don't know. But it does not work on my headaches. It will work on um, other muscle issues. Yeah. Where it will just cool the muscle down and do like an icy hot thing and. Internally I use it all the time for upset stomach just, and
1: yeah. my um, grandma used to or my nana used to go out and cut leaves and make herself tea.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just right there. Just oh I love doing that. Oh I miss my mint. Um
1: Oh yeah. You probably miss your little garden areas. Sometimes. Yeah, and
0: you know, the important thing to remember is we're all individuals, not everything's gonna work. One of my one of my mentors um has uh she uses all, she used she has sense. Left this particular plane, Um, but she used an awful lot of peanuts in her magic. Like she would use the shell for stuff. She would use peanuts. Well, do you remember? No, because I'm definitely allergic, and I'd be like, no, keep that magic with me. Hi. So that
1: would not be a good spell for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So um, my mother um, could not always had a weird reaction with um, gold.
1: Mm. Yeah, some people can't.
0: And but silver was just fine. Yeah. Um, you know, so you know again, not every nothing exists in a vacuum. So your magic is going to be influenced by your physical body. Yeah. That's all.
1: Um, interesting fact between gold and silver, I used to be more of a gold person and in the last ten years, maybe not quite ten years, I switched to silver. Well, I found out Within the last six months, silver is the metal for witches. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, when do I switched Because now I'm like, mm, it's gold, I don't want it.
0: And I've never, I think Without I have. Without a no.
1: conscious thought, like, no, it's not I witch. think I have
0: one piece of gold jewelry, and that was my mother's wedding ring.
1: Yeah. Isn't <laughs> that yeah, funny, though? Same thing with my plants. Yep. Anyway, that Good. was our book episode, unless you had something else to I do
0: not. Our next episode should be Bell
1: yeah
0: I have with count. a yes, quick go. follow
1: up with our reading with I a plan for that oh
0: <laughs> yeah our next episode should oh, be oh I go. thought you were telling no. me not to say it <laughs> no no go I, yeah
1: Kristen and two of my cousins and I have a reading with Drake Olson on Saturday so excited so for an episode we're going to invite Amanda and Cheryl yes and we're going to talk about the reading and yes. see how I've but if you remember i have had a reading with him and i wanted to include my other three witches in my coven to, i am um,
0: so stinking excited for this
1: Amanda's house is very haunted and when cheryl was up there last weekend cheryl was sleeping on the couch and they started turning the lights on and off <laughs> You get to experience my life <laughs> I am so Ridiculously excited I know I can't wait for you guys To talk to him
0: I just am gonna Just sit back and absorb You're I'm gonna just be part a, of it i yeah. will pick up I'm, in just, your house. Yeah. I'm wondering
1: If any of my nature speakers just went to your house And you've been seeing Something's
0: things. been Oh I have a story and to I tell you They
1: like their plants Anyway That's <laughs> our episode
0: Be sure to like and follow all the places you like and follow. Uh, And remember, you can contact us at lunar at
1: lunarmagicteatime.com. Thank you. And as always, stay safe out there and have a magical day.